Good morning. Good morning, good morning. How are we all on this fine and very, very lovely Friday? I hope you guys are all fantastic and awesome. Uh, We'll all be very, very pleased to know that my phone is not sitting in the sun, so we shouldn't overheat today and um, die before the before our live stream is over. What I wanted to chat with you about today is the big question of what lights you up. We are on the Coffee Run episode 553, for those of you who are following along in our episode numbers, and... Uh, it, it's, it's kind of interesting because I think with a lot of things, we can get to the point, I know for me, like I have a, I was explaining yesterday that I'm very motivated by moving away from pain. Um, I find it takes a lot for me to get kind of frustrated. It seems to take a lot for me to get angry. I seem to have, annoyingly, quite a high tolerance for pain or, you know, displeasure or you know, things that aren't serving me. But for me, what happens is it's kind of like knowing that contrast of the stuff that I really don't like helps me to kind of go, well, you know, what stuff does light me up? What stuff does make me feel good? So I know when I say to my kids, right, what do you want to, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Who do you want to be? How do you want to be? And like, they'll kind of look at me like, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, what don't you want to do? And they've got a whole laundry list of things that they don't want to do. Hello, Fran. How are you? Happy Friday. And I think what's really kind of curious about this is that I, this, is, this can be true in lots of things. Like, well, what do you feel like for dinner? Well, I can tell you what I don't feel like. And, you know, by, by almost a uh, way of not quite, not quite. Uh, omission, but going like, right, well, this is the stuff that I don't like to do. And this is the stuff that I do want to do helps you to then kind of work out. All right, well, this is what we're going to do next. So I know for me, I've been asked over the years before I had, before I really had the clarity around exactly what I wanted to do is somebody had said to me, like, what's your zone of genius, Nicola? What really lights you up? What is it that you want to be doing for the rest of your life? I'm like, well, um, excellent question. Uh, when I started my business, I was, I was passionate about helping people, but I wasn't necessarily, uh, excited or passionate about the vehicle that I used to help people. I wasn't excited really about Facebook ads. It was just something that I'd mastered and I made work. I wasn't particularly excited about lots of things, but I knew that it was the vehicle. And so it wasn't until I kind of got to the point where really like many years into this business, where I got to the point where it was like, right, <clears throat> I've got enough pain now around this particular thing. I don't want to be doing that anymore. And it's like, well, what lights you up? What do you want to do? How do you want to do it? I found it really hard to sit down and really articulate what that looked like. And I think a lot of people find this when, they, when they're looking at, at building and growing their businesses. Usually what happens is that people go, right, well, I think I like this uh, and I think this will make money. So let's go and do that. Hello, Carmen. 
how are you? So, uh, and how's your daughter? Has she had her baby yet? Last post I saw, she was still hanging on to that little baby in there. Um, so, like, the, I guess part of the, the thing for me, when you start out your business, you do it to make money, and that's awesome. But if money is the main motivator, then in, in this world of entrepreneurship, I think it's really hard, and from, from my own personal experience and seeing this in, in occur in many people's businesses and in many people's lives, if you're not doing the stuff that lights you up, at least like 80% of the time, it becomes really freaking hard to get through the shit days. It gets really hard to access those levels of grit and determination and passion and, and resilience that are actually necessary for growing a business. You know, th this world of entrepreneurship is, is really quite lonely, right? It's, it's really in, in the sense that there are most people around me, and not my clients, my, my clients are awesome, uh, but like my friends haven't really understood for years like what it is that I do. My family, my extended family, don't really understand what it is that I do. Uh, other people around this area don't really understand what I do. And so for me, it was kind of like, well, you know, maybe I am just a freak, you know, it's, it's which, you know, we know this to be true, but it's, it's because we are not necessarily surrounded by people who really understand and who really get it, they can find it very hard to actively encourage us or find out how we're going or, tap in and, and see what's going on, you know, things going all right, you know, do you need any help or support or, you know, we talked the other day about who your cheerleaders are and if you're not doing the work that lights you up, it's incredibly hard to self-motivate. So for me, the thing that I would very strongly recommend that you do, and this is going to make your content creation easier, it is going to make the work that you do around who you want your ideal clients to be, it's gonna make that a hell of a lot easier for you as well. So here's the thing that I want you to do today. You are gonna grab out your journal, uh, your very, very fabulous journal. I don't know if you saw my um, post earlier today. I had a brand new journal and pen and surprise present land in my mail today. I was so excited. I love presents, they make me very happy. So in your journal, with your favorite pen or my shitty pencil, I need to change over. Like the rule of thumb, you guys, is that the pen that you should be using, so you should probably be using pen because I think the sustainability in your journal uh, lasts for a lot longer. Um, you wanna try and use the most amazing pen that you can, right? You're literally writing in your future. So I'm gonna put my pencil down because it's falling apart. Uh, although I do like the clicky pencils, they're like like this, just as a, I'm a stationary fiend. But see how it's like a, it's a lead pencil, don't look at my nails. And then it's got a little clicker on it, so I can like click, 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 the lead's out of it. I love it. It's um, very convenient because I write a lot and furiously. Here's what you need to do. I want you to sit down and write in your journal, what are the things that light you up? Now, not related to business, right? not necessarily related to business. You can use business as a, as a starting point if you want. So if we've got your categories of being business, life, um, what have you done in the past 
that makes you feel like your soul is on fire. I remember being at, uh, at the bank. I used to work for a major bank here in Australia. And I remember by the time I'd gotten into the role that I, I loved more than anything, which was helping people get home loans. And I loved the, the problem solving part of that. I loved the compliance, sounds nuts. I loved the compliance side of it. I loved working the numbers. I loved the whole process. I loved the relationship that I built with my clients. Getting a home loan isn't like a 30 second exchange over a teller's counter, which I've done that job. Uh, you know, building, building that relationship with somebody as they're building the house or buying their home or selling a home is, is really quite, uh, it's quite an intimate relationship actually. You get, you get the, a really big insight into people and, and into what's going on in their world. And I remember this particular day I came home from work and Dom had said to me, this is while I was still at the bank, he said, you know, how was your day? And I said, oh my God, it was amazing. I was so busy, had like four or five clients. I knackered because like the, the sessions went for at least usually about an hour and a half. They were really big, um, big appointment sessions. I said, I've just had the best day. I feel like I was born to do this. I feel like I was born to do this. And... You know, obviously I wasn't born <laughs> to do home loans for people, but I look back at what I actually loved about it. And it was that interaction, that deep interaction. It was really about getting to know people. It was really about solving problems and finding a way for them to be able to get what they want uh, whilst being compliant. I also got to play with numbers, which makes me very happy in spreadsheets. Uh, so like, that's one of the things that I would write about, like, what have I done in the past that felt like I set my, that was setting my soul on fire? That is an example. Uh, I've just finished training the, our two week unpack your genius program. And I'm like, man, this is freaking awesome. I have so much fun doing this. I, I said to my husband earlier this week, I've run a training every second day. I've done this other stuff every other day. I've had coaching. I've had new people. It's been, it's been so much fun. Like, this stuff sets me on fire. It's that helping, being of service, educating, helping make people, sorry, not helping make people, helping things that can seem complex, simple for people. That's what I really, really love to do. I think it's the best thing in the world. It's so fun. So for me, there's some things that I would look at. Uh, the other things that set my soul on fire is traveling. Uh, so it could be um, like that, for example. It could be what sets your soul on fire with your family. Um, what if you, if you were not worried about money, uh, about anything, actually. If you're not worried about anything, what do you feel like just really, really lights you up? Uh, and then I had another thought, um, think about the clients that just rock your world. Who are they? And, and what do you love to talk about, right? So some of the things that I, uh, I really think are crucial and critical. So I'm, I'm very strategy driven, but I'm also very intuitive driven. And so for me, it's like accessing intuition, keeping your energy clear, remaining grounded or getting grounded. I, I love doing energy work with people and, and I love being the conduit for that kind of magic to come through. I think it's really freaking awesome. 
Now, from a, uh, a if I was a corporate person looking at me as the third person, and if I was looking at my staff, I'd be like, well, like the energy part doesn't really have anything to do with anything. Like you're just doing marketing, don't mix your messages. You know, people don't understand. Just keep it really clear. Only talk about marketing. Where for me, I'm like, everything energy goes into everything that you're doing, not just your vibe in terms of if you're a bit more extroverted or animated or whether you're a bit more introverted and, and kind of like laid back, your own personality and your energy comes through, but also the frequency in which you are operating at also works and comes through. And one of the things that I love talking about in, in this kind of thing is if you go and have a look at um, David R. Hawkins and the, I can't remember the actual name of it. I'm going to call it the scale of joy. Um, I don't believe that that's actually what it's called, but that will give you a, um, <laughs> that'll give you something to work with, right? Because I think it's really interesting if you're sitting there, sitting in a place of, Blame, shame, anger, regret, resentment, um, pissed offness, pride, actually. And like that's a really heavy frequency, right? It's a super, super heavy frequency. So, what you need to do is start getting it up and over the line, sitting above the line in terms of your frequency level. And that's really kind of stepping into courage. And then from there, we can go up that scale up into higher frequency levels so that we're feeling more joy, more abundance, more love, more appreciation, more gratitude, uh, and, and working up that way. You know, I love talking about this stuff. Lots of people might say that has nothing to do with marketing. Yeah, but humans are the people who do marketing, right? You are marketing yourself out there. You are trying to market yourself as a rock star in your industry. You're trying to market yourself to your ideal clients. So your energy, your vibe, your frequency is actually everything when it comes to you putting yourself out there, the way that you do that. You've got to be courageous. You've got to let your pride go. Some days you'll show up with curtainless eyeballs and not a, not a scratch of makeup on and you know it's just how it will be. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? Other days you might be like dressed up to the nines and, and, and still feel shit. Other days you might be dressed up to the nines and feeling fantastic. The thing that we know is this, our words communicate one thing. Our physical body, our physical being uh, communicates at a different level. It communicates another thing, right? So why body language is so freaking important. So we've got our, our verbal communication, our physical communication. We also have an energetic communication with our people as well. So if you're out there saying one thing and your body's doing another thing, it creates cognitive dissonance. It creates this kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? This doesn't make any sense. You're saying you're excited about this, but your body's telling me a completely other thing. That can happen unconsciously. The same thing can happen if people can't see your physical body, but they can hear you, they hear what it is that you're saying, your energetic body is also communicating as well, which is where you'll say, like, I just got a really bad vibe about this person. 
You know, I just, it just wasn't quite, you know, I, I, you, the, the, the language that you'll often use are things like, I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but something's just a little bit off here, right? If you're really trusting your, your intuition, and you've been and you're grounded and your energy body's clear and you know this that and the other then you'll be able to pick up on those subtle energetic clues uh, again on an unconscious level so it's something that i love talking about all the time so for you when you're thinking about the things that light you up have you given yourself permission to talk about the stuff that you do have you given yourself permission to work out what the problems are that your audience has? You found a way to talk about them for free through your blogs, through your live streams, through your posts, through your content, through all the value that you're putting out there. Have you also considered the importance of talking about the other stuff that really lights you up? You know, I've got to say to you, I, uh, I, I wrote a blog yesterday about how abandon, uh, uh, abundance is repelled by desperation. So that was written off the back of a, an actually quite an incredible 24 hours. So for me, what happened was I'd had a, an, amazing, uh, an amazing night on Wednesday night. My daughter played netball. She did really, really well. And we had this experience on Wednesday night where she just poured her heart out to me. And this is my 14-year-old. And she's normally a little bit more, um, she's not particularly liberal with uh, or open with a lot of the stuff that's going on. My 19-year-old, on the other hand, tells me everything in, <laughs> in uh, very intimate detail most of the time. It's really hilarious. Uh, that's off the back of uh, where she used to tell me nothing and we've gone and gone, right, well, we're not doing that anymore. So we, um, we completely changed the way that we communicate as, as a family and things like that. We went the completely opposite advice to a therapist that gave us some bad advice. So we did the opposite. She just said, keep your, don't talk about anything, brush it under the carpet, she'll deal with it. And we're like, fuck that. Uh, so we know everything and anything is on the table now. We talk about anything and everything in front of everybody uh, with some, some disclaimers, uh, but pretty much anything and everything goes. So my 19-year-old has had this, uh, this relationship with us for probably the last four or five years, but our now 14-year-old is a bit more like, uh, a bit more reserved, but she opened up her heart and soul to me on Wednesday night. And I was like, oh man, this is just, I feel incredibly blessed that, that this is what happened. That same night, my son blew up, had to crack the shits at me, uh, you know, as you do. And uh, he came home, uh, this is just yesterday afternoon, actually. Sorry, it was yesterday morning, he cracked the shits, he's 12 and going on like 17. And um, he walked in from school and he like gave me this big massive hug. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, mum, for saying all of that stuff that I did this morning, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was just unprompted glorious. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I had a phone call about a bank error where we're getting a check for an interest adjustment that was completely out of the blue and completely unexpected. Uh, my husband was particularly nice yesterday. Um, not that he's not always nice. He's normally nice, but he was like particularly nice. It was really kind of fun. Um, 
I got, I was getting all of these emails and all of these messages from people that have been achieving really awesome breakthroughs. I've had been in contact with people that I haven't spoken to in ages that just reached out to say thank you. You know, it was just the most glorious and, and divine thing. This culmination of feeling really super abundant. And, and yesterday when I wrote that blog, I felt like I was just bubbling over. Right? It was just, it was just, it was just delightful. It was beautiful. And I was like, how can I not write about this? Like, I have to write about this. This is, you know, when you're in that kind of zone, when you're doing the stuff that lights you up, you're doing the work that lights you up, you're working with the people that light you up. And you need to know who all of you need to know what all of this stuff is. Because when you know what this stuff is, you can start to really, you know, do do the work which is the journaling, the showing up, the, the talking to them. You, it's a lot easier to do the necessary hard work. doesn't have to be a lot of work, but it might be hard sometimes. You've got to do the necessary hard work in order to put yourself out there and bring these people in. But if you're trying to do things that don't light you up, it creates, in my opinion, it's almost like creating fractures in your experience, right? Like big earthquakes in your experience. So if you're selling a program that you don't feel aligned with, you'll probably, if you make any sales, they probably won't be the right people. If you're putting marketing out there, trying to just capture people who have got the money because you're hoping to make money and, and your heart and soul's not in it, you might make some sales, but these are the people that will probably ask for refunds. These are the people that are probably not aligned to you. These are the people that are probably going to complain. These are the people that are probably going to be like the most energetic vampire draining clients you could possibly imagine. Right? I don't want to work with people like that. I'm really happy to work with people who are in contact with me really regularly and ask questions and are being resourceful and being respectful. But that's different to people who are vampiring, right? They're two different, very, very different um, energetic things. And that comes back to that, that those three types of communication, which is your verbal communication, your physical communication, and then your energetic communication. And when you're doing the stuff that lights you up, it's the energetic communication that kind of is, is the thing that takes the lead. And then your physical body will do the next thing and then your verbal communication just kind of flows out from there and, and that's when the magic happens. And that's when you have the most insanely awesome clients who say the most insanely awesome things about you and your processes and they get really amazing results and then they're out there changing the world in the way that they, the way that they do their thing, which is just really freaking awesome. And that's why we're all here, right? We're all here to help motivate, inspire, educate people to, to get out there and, you know, do the shit that they're here to do and change the world in, in their way of doing things. And, and that's, I think, the most beautiful thing that um, any of us can do. So on that note, take note of, your, of the way that you are communicating out there in the world what lights you up? Sit and brainstorm. And if you're not sure what stuff lights you up, sit down and write about all the shit that you hate. What don't you like? What don't you want to do? Give yourself some contrast for you to be able to really sit down and go, all right, well, what is it that actually really, really lights me up? It took me years. It took me seven years of, of doing things that were not 
really lighting me up. There were elements of it, but you know how I said, it's like the 80-20 rule. 80% 80 of the shit that you do should be the stuff that lights you up. 20% of the stuff that you do is probably the things that you have to do versus the things that really light you up. If you're doing it the other way around, where you're only doing 20% of the work that lights you up and 80% is shit that you hate, guys, it's not worth it. Go get a job where you're doing 80% of the stuff that you love and 20% of the shit that you hate. Um, because it's just too hard otherwise. It's, it's just too hard to find that grit and determination and resilience to really keep on going. So that is my advice and suggestions for you. Now, if you are in a position where you are wanting to really ramp up your staff, set, be seen as an expert in your industry, work out how to position yourself using your content, using your energetic communication, your physical communication, and your verbal communication, you need to be in Visible, the immersive experience. I am so excited to deliver this at the end of the month with a two-day online immersion. And then we get to spend your ass is mine for the whole of April while you implement what you learn. Because as you know, if you don't take action, you don't get the results that you're looking for. The link is in the comments. If you're listening on audio, you'll find the link in the show notes. Have an awesome, fantastic, kick-ass weekend. You know what you need to do. You need to get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. Most of all, remember, the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I'll see you soon.